I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Text Message. Woo! Hooray! We're back. Hello. Yay! With me, Nate Langson. And me, uh, new phone who dis? New phone. <laughs> Ian Morris <laughs> is yes. dis who. Yes. Um, Sorry for the radio silence, everybody. It's not radio. Podcast silence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, 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 yes. Um, we had a lot of good stuff, stuff going on. A lot of things happened. Um, some not so great, some great. Lots all happened at the same time. And we ended up taking a longer summer break than we often do. But thanks for staying with us and keeping your subscriptions active. Your RSS feeds um, in the catches that's that's greatly appreciated we are coming back we are recording on a new day uh on a friday in the evening which is very similar to what we used to do in the olden days we used to record on a sunday evening but more <laughs> recently in recent years we've been recording on sunday sunday mornings but now we're attempting a friday evening live stream so if you are a patron you would like to listen to us live on a Friday evening. Maybe you're going home from work. Maybe you're doing something else and you'd like to join us. Then you can do that, of course. Or alternatively, the show will still go out on demand in all of its various versions uh, over the weekend. Let's talk about a bit of news that's happened because Microsoft completed its takeover of Activision Blizzard. They make... Yeah, some games. It's it's a big it's a big deal. It's literally a big deal because it costs Microsoft the equivalent of about fifty six billion pounds. That is many pounds, Ian. Mm. A great a great many pounds. Um, what was fun about this story, apart from the fact that it dragged out for months, is that it was sort of the UK standing in the way of this happening. Microsoft wanted Activision Blizzard in the same way that it wanted Zenimax for its Bethesda studios and the other other studios because it wants to build up a giant repository of very, very high-profile games which it can then bundle with its Xbox subscription service and essentially give people for free at the point of access. Um, and, it's, uh, and, and it's very expensive to do that. But the Competition and Markets Authority here in the UK said, you know what, we're not very happy about this and we think that cloud gaming, streaming from the cloud, is going to be a big deal one day. And if we let this go through, then Microsoft, which owns the games and it owns the Xbox and it owns the uh, the Azura... Uh, Azura? That's the name <laughs> of a, um, uh, a castle, isn't it? In, um, is it? In the Elder Scrolls, I think. It's no, well, I mean, I wouldn't know that. I don't know why you said is it. Oh, no, it's, because how would... it's Arius. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Azure is the is the, the the thing. You know, owns all that, and they were like, you know what, this isn't cool because it's going to be a big deal someday. So they said no. Mm. And what I found particularly amusing about that is that we're not really very good at making our own massive tech companies these days. But good God, we're good at stopping other people's getting bigger for a bit. <clears throat> well, 
I mean, I think that's fair enough. And I actually think that the um, CMA was sort of on the nose with this. It wasn't a, you know, traditional competition complaint in that, you know, Sony was whinging because they said it would distort the market, which is inevitable because they always would. Um, but the CMA was very much targeted on cloud gaming. And I th- I think that makes sense in a way, because if you think about the competition for cloud gaming, there isn't any because Microsoft is dominant. And, there, you know, I mean, there, there are other services, but none of them quite as good or comprehensive as uh, as Microsoft's. Absolutely. And this is what they did, the CMA. This is what they essentially forced is for Microsoft to sell the rights to stream Activision games to Ubisoft, which is a French company. <laughs> Ubisoft has a platform called Ubisoft Plus, because of course it's called Plus. It costs about 15 quid a month. And you can stream a bunch of games from Activision's catalogue um, from that service. You can also get a bunch of Ubisoft games through Microsoft's Game Pass, because... Mm-hmm. Microsoft has a deal with Ubisoft there. So there's some precedent for a decent-sized partnership being being struck. Um, but that's en- that was enough for the CMA to say that's, that's fine. So basically, if you're in the European economic area, which, by the way, we are not, then you're all good, and you can stream Activision games from Microsoft. The UK doesn't care about Europe. But if you are in the US, if you are in the UK then the CMA has forced Microsoft to make Ubisoft the home for streaming those games. I just think <clears> it's <throat> it's there's just so much irony in all of this. So does you, that mean that you won't be able to stream those games on Microsoft? Outside of the European economic area, this deal means that Ubisoft ha- has the right to stream those games from the cloud, yeah, as I understand it. Uh, exclusively, though? Exclusively. That's weird. Isn't it? That's the thing. And and that doesn't mean downloading it or including it in Game Pass. Like, that's not part of this. This is all part of this sort of budding cloud streaming market that no so one... So very much the same as NVIDIA's yes. cloud gaming streaming thing, yeah, where you're exactly. actually playing a game over the internet. It is a video stream that arrives at your computer. Exactly that. And it's powered, in this instance, um, by Luna. And that's not one of our listeners, Luna. Um, or somebody's cat. This is Amazon's streaming system. And I was looking around Ubisoft Plus to try and figure out, okay, if I wanted to stream these games, what can I do to do that? And I went, and it's all very clearly labeled powered by Luna. And that is the Amazon thing. So this is probably a really big deal for Amazon, at least outside of the European economic area for Activision games that Microsoft uh. wants to, uh, to, to to pass over for streaming there. Because does anyone use Luna? I don't know of anyone using Luna. I hear that well, some Twitch streamers use it. But, but probably because they're paid to do so, right? Yes, and because Amazon owns Twitch as well. So there's, there's an easy way to, to, to do that. But outside of that extraordinarily tiny world, there's, n- there's not much demand. And so it's just... It's really weird. On the one hand, you've got the UK on its own forcing almost this deal to completely collapse. And yet we can force it to make this change for something that everyone agrees is really quite tiny um, and allow the biggest deal in gaming history ever to go to go through. I find it 
utterly fascinating. Now, we, yes. what, we ha- what we haven't done here is we've, we've sort of assumed that everyone listening knows Activision. So let's just pretend for a second that that isn't true. Activision makes some, I mean, it's got some incredible games in its in its catalog. I picked up oh, a yeah? few. I picked up a few, yeah. Pitfall. Okay. Pitfall, mate. Um, right. Master of the Lamps. Ball Blazer. Disney's mm. 102 Dalmatians Puppies to the Rescue. Uh, Wakeboard Unleashed featuring Sean Murray. Uh, and of course, Simpsons Wrestling. Incredible lineup. Incredible. I, I had no idea. Um, and it's almost incredible that I'm not typing in the web address now to subscribe, actually, because with a collection like that, I yeah. mean. Yeah, I don't. Th- so I don't. I don't think many of those games, if any, are going to be uh, released. Not least because most of them were released in the 1980s uh, for the you know Ataris and the and the Commodores and the ZX Spectrums of the world. But mm. um, but he does have some other games. It has Call of Duty. Uh, it has Candy Crush. They're pretty big deals, and um, so that's probably that's probably good news. So, yeah, so because it's um it's part King as well, right? So that's the Candy Crush thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And King was a was wasn't King UK based? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. had a big central London office, didn't it? It did. So you've got you've got Activision, which bought King, and then Microsoft bought Activision, and then um and then we forced them to sell streaming rights to the games that aren't made here. Um, it's all just very very well, weird. <laughs> It is. It is very weird, but it is. I mean, look, I, I was actually all for this not being allowed because I think I do think that there is some uh, there are some pretty powerful arguments to be made to suggest that, you know, there's, there's this is too much and it's too big a, a market impact in terms of what Microsoft has. At the same time, I don't know, it, it appeals to me in that Game Pass continues to get better and better. And, you know, that's good. Yeah. Game you know, Pass if if, if I could get every amazing. game on Game Pass, it'd be brilliant. But Game Pass Game Pass is a is is a phenomenal service in terms of the value. If you own an Xbox and you care about playing big games, but you aren't super fussy about which ones, then Game Pass <laughs> is 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 terrific value. And the well, fact- I am. I like to pick the games I play rather than have them pick me. But you know what I mean. If if you didn't, if I you do. just wanted to pay fifteen pounds a month and know that yeah. every month you've got access to, a, you know, a couple of hundred amazing games, including the back catalogue of Bethesda and now Activision and all the other ones that Microsoft has access to, as along with all the brand new releases from those, like Starfield, you know, the 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 first new proper new game from the people who made Skyrim and Fallout in like twenty years. Um, day one release on Game Pass. Like, that's basically the kind of thing you get from a company like Microsoft buying another company like Activision. You get to basically say, subscribe to us for 15 quid a month or whatever, and you're going to get all of these AAA top-tier titles for no extra cost, whereas previously, mm. Call of Duty games are like 60, 70 pounds a pop. You know, the ref- the recession-proof yep. industry became subscription based basically overnight thanks i think the question that i have is is this a long-term you know good business model when games cost billions to produce and then are only making you know a a fraction of 10 pounds a month back you know i don't know i honestly think it is 
And I think Microsoft must know it is because if you spend £56 billion on something, yeah. you've got to be pretty damn sure you've got a very long-term plan for making that back. And if you look at the way that the market's been going for the last 10 years at least, the concept of ownership is going out of the window. Um, and yeah. the idea that you just pay a subscription and you get stuff, is it's good for consumers because it's it reduces the barrier to entry, which is good for the company because it means that they can sign more people up and they can do promotions. And and I hate to put, I have to put my Bloomberg hat on here ever so slightly. It's good for investors because they get to see more predictable revenue. And that's a huge deal in a world of, of digital sales, knowing basically almost exactly how much money you're going to make every month. Like it's it, it is. sort of good for everyone. Um, yes, it is. I, I think I worry a little bit about smaller companies um, because I think it's very unlikely that they're going to necessarily benefit quite as much. Although that might be incorrect. Um, I don't. You know. I don't know. I don't know. But I think. I think. You, I think there's an argument there. The the one thing that I wonder is have those games uh, been not being played from the smaller companies because the big games or existed up to this point? Like people were presumably able to go and play a Call of Duty or a top tier game. And they and some people would still choose to pay play the stuff from the smaller titles. Mm-hmm. Um, so why would having them in a subscription change that necessarily? Other than maybe because the more free, effectively free games that you get access to, the less time you have to play another stuff. Maybe that's it. But I yeah. don't know. That, that I, is we'll see. an argument, I guess. I, I mean, no one's stopping people from selling games, so they'll still be on Steam. You know, blah blah blah. It's all good. Um, yeah, it's and it, and it does opportunity. It does give people an opportunity to you know try games, and maybe if they really like them, they get you know, but they buy them and get the DLC or whatever. You know, so there there obviously is a business model there. I would be. I, I'm not going to outthink Microsoft on this one. I don't think you know they've got they've got the numbers to back it up, right? You don't you don't have a little try. No. Mm. Do you remember? If they send me their financials, I'll have a go. Well, they publish them every three months. Yeah, but not in the sort of granular detail that we need to it, to understand what the income is from Game Pass and how it's distributed. Have you have you looked at a regulatory firing, filing for quarterly earnings, mate? Because no. trust me, I've had to look at a crap load of them over the last 10 years, and they are extremely granular <laughs> and extremely dull. <laughs> Uh, so, Nate, I know you made an attempt at returning to Twitter, uh, yeah. and I was thrilled to see it. Uh, but since you've started posting again, the site's changed uh, its name yeah. uh, and a bunch of other stuff that's made it quite a bit worse. Yes. Um, how, let's take a temperature check, as they say in industry. How are you feeling about it? Um, so ambivalent as to make <laughs> it almost irrelevant that you asked. But since you yep. asked, I will say that I don't really care. Yeah, and I'm sad to say that I actually don't really care either. Do you know um, what? Do you, do you think we should have picked a different second story no. to talk about than social media's change no. during our absence? Okay, go on, I'm, carry we, on. We could, we could have talked about Apple because there was quite a lot of toing and froing between you and I about around the launch, we, but eh, it's been done and it's a bit late now. So, so let's consider that one of the things that Musk has done is remove the URL and the title from pasted links. I mean... 
this is a level of galaxy brain thinking that I, you know, even I probably could out outmaneuver that man. Mm. Um, because everything that seems to happen just makes it worse. Um, he was go- what was he going to do? He was going to do something else that then everyone said he basically wasn't allowed to do. Oh yeah, he's going to get rid of the block function. Um, but apparently it's a condition of the Apple Store and the Google Play Store that you absolutely must have a block function on uh, social media. So I don't. I think that went away. And then he was g- going to get rid of the um, the like counts. Mm. So you'd have to click through to a tweet, to uh, sorry, an, an X or whatever the hell it's called, a post, yeah, to a, see any a, metrics on it. I, in my head, I like to think that they're a kiss. Because I, see, that's, an, that's I see an S as a kiss. I see it more as an aggressive symbol of toxic masculinity. But hey-ho, you know, each each to their own. Yes. Um, but, I mean, so, uh, well, I, I, I used to love Twitter. I don't think there's any secret about the fact that it was my, it's my social media. Because, you know, we were writers uh, yeah. originally. And that was where you did the writing. It's, you know, Instagram is fine. I enjoy a scroll through Instagram like the next man. And I like photographs. But... Instagram's the literal worst for photographs in terms of, you know, actually presenting images in a way that is enjoyable to see. It's just is abysmal. It, is it the literal yes. worst? Are you absolutely sure? Because Instagram's got about 2 billion users a month and mm-hmm. it's predominantly photos and, and videos. I'd well, it's argue, mostly video these days, it seems. I'd argue... It's not the literal worst. Well, I think I could make an argument that it is the literal worst. I mean, you, you know, you could you could make it worse by making it only ASCII art representations of photographs. That would be worse. But right. as far as I know, no one does that. Yeah, because it's it, it's sort of pitched as a a photo sharing app but really the photos are horrible and not very good quality and little and on a desktop it's outrageously bad to use so at least twitter's still usable on a desktop to some extent it is so the point here if 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 i can infer one that's being made here is Mm -hmm. that while we've been off air social media's got crappier (laughs) yeah much but you're still using it i am sort of still using it every now and then i think oh well i could tweet this couldn't i and then i do it and i get absolutely no engagement no one cares i might as well have not done anything at all that's that's Um, the thing that i found so interesting is that the engagement on my posts on twitter have just they've dropped through the floor now when you were subscribed was it better no and if you remember and thank you for bringing this up because actually i'd forgotten this i did the test Mm-hmm. And I subscribed to Xblue um, for uh, for for a month to see if it would help boost my uh, reach, followers, engagement, anything. And I think the only way I could summarize it is, did it bollocks? <laughs> so I cancelled that subscription, and then I ran the same experiment on Threads. Um, that made seemingly zero difference there either. So mm. so so I cancelled that as well. So I, I'm not persuaded that those arguments um, are, are good ones for subs- for subscribing. I think feature gaining is is the thing you gain from subscriptions for some of these things, not um, not extended reach. And perhaps that's the way it should be, because paying well, for reach not always in the interest of um, of, of honesty and. No, but I think one of the, one of the problems is that that appeals to a certain kind of person, right? So now what you see is someone will do a very successful tweet. 
Uh, and then the first 10 replies will be from idiots uh, who happen to have paid for a you know for a subscription yeah. and that's annoying and the amount of ads is deeply annoying and the quality of advertising is atrocious i have numerous have numerous times tweeted um images of very misleading advertising that i believe honestly must break uk law frankly i I'll tell you what i have i've yeah. seen i've seen this i've seen similar ads to the to the kind of things you're mentioning but they're not to me, they're not the the really egregious ones, which are the ones that just annoy me. And and <laughs> so often it is an it is a picture based ad for clearly a crappy mobile RPG with <laughs> a seven foot woman with unrealistically huge breasts in a ridiculously tiny battle outfit um, that's purely there to titillate and grab your attention <laughs> and annoyingly of course i pause briefly until i see that it's an ad and then i'm irritated beyond belief and scroll away and i always report it as irrelevant because i'm so annoyed by it and those are the ones that i see now more than ever on twitter which is just another reason well, why why X is no longer even on my home screen it's not even on page two it's on page three and just to give you a sense of how much of a relegation that counts for in, in my world also on page three um is um is eve which is the app i use to control one of the approximately 30 to 40 light bulbs that are networked in this house um it's got my utilities folder also known as the folder i put everything that's crap and i don't use very often um Microsoft Remote Desktop Client, which, to be fair, I do use a lot, but I use it on my Mac, not my phone, and a Ring Doorbell app, even though I no longer use a Ring Doorbell. So that's mm. that's how the mighty have fallen. Well, indeed. Um, and, yeah, but, I mean, th- those ads, the, uh, the ads that I'm talking about are, I mean, they are almost always scams as well they're they're cryptocurrency attempts at people getting people to buy weird coins and they're badged as a guardian article or a mirror article or a bbc article i mean it's absolutely outrageous that those are getting through it's like facebook which is exactly the same has the same ads it's infuriating and you know i i just don't i don't understand how it's allowed anyway Moving well, on. So you went to Threads. Yeah. Um, I So I've got accounts on Threads, Mastodon, and Blue Sky. Mm. Um, I, Blue Sky seems fine, but... I, no one's there. There's no, no one up, there. there's no one on it. Yeah, no exactly. You can follow a few people. It's great if you want to keep up with Neil Gaiman. Um, <laughs> Mastodon is as it has always been it's very nice it's lovable it's it's where it's the first place i would go if i wanted to talk about my router uh because people there would care mm. uh, <laughs> you know so so that they've all got things going for them and mastodon's going to stick around isn't it? that's not going anywhere um but yeah I, I can't i can't make a home anywhere else really it just it just doesn't feel it's so much work to go through and find all the people you want to follow and then try and build a following of your own it's just tiresome, and well, I'm over it. Let me tell you two two things I've been experimenting yeah. with recently. Uh, I've been trying to use LinkedIn more. Oh Lord, yeah, I have to do that. It's a work thing, really. It's a yeah, it is a weird. It's a weird place, and it's and it's very clearly it's very obvious that I've just accepted everybody's request over the last fifteen years, um, because browsing my home feed is all it is is people I've never heard of asking or rather posting about a job that they've just got 
or a conference they're at that has no relevance to me whatsoever. But I would like LinkedIn to be more useful because I sort of feel yeah. that it has the potential to be the place where people at least post human, believable, honest things. Because Yeah, but that the... isn't the case, is it, unfortunately? No, it isn't. It is unfortunate. But I'd like to think it could be that because it's tied to your real name. And it just it doesn't is. feel like the kind of platform that attracts people to sign up because of, you know, the potential to scam. Um, it has its uses. I'll, I'll grant you that. In, in terms of a professional network, it's, it's useful. And it's a good way to build up. You can do quite a good job of sort of building out your CV on there in a way that isn't really practical in a traditional CV. And if you, you know, if someone wants to go and look at your LinkedIn to see your work history and that, you know, you do it nicely and it's accurate, it's good and it moves around with you and it's always up to date. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a handy little solution for that, I think. I like it in terms of it allows me to keep up with work things. I can see what, you know, our executives are posting about. I can keep keep an eye on the various bits and things that I'm responsible for and make sure that, you know, everything's going well. So, yeah, I don't hate LinkedIn. I just, it's, I'm never going to feel passionate about it. Not like I did about Twitter in the, the early days or even the days up until Musk bought it. Hmm. Kate in our live chat says Instagram has these ads now where it'll be an AI image of a really beautiful and weird lamp or chair. When you click through to the shop, it doesn't sell anything even remotely similar. Hmm. I find that um, I've seen I've seen the ads of which she, she speaks, uh, not just because she's pasted a link and a photo to one in the chat. Um, but, but, but before that, it is it is annoying. Um, and threads just seems to be a, a deadland. I don't know. I've I um. I uh, and don't judge me for this, please. I beg of you, don't judge me for this. But I've been using TikTok quite a lot recently. I've got to say, I'm a big fan of TikTok, although the advertising is out of control again. It's same nu- problem. It's nuts, but you know, there's something about TikTok and the things that it thinks I like that it is it is right about. And I think it's a very good algorithm. I think it. It's the thing that consistently makes me laugh the most. And that is something I really value because I don't laugh out loud a lot. Not really. And I used to at more things, I feel, than I do now. And I find that I laugh out loud more when I'm on TikTok, which distracts me from the day or the problems or just gives me a little bit of levity in the day that helps me you know, carry on with my day. And I value that. And that's not something that I got from any social media platform except Vine in recent years. And we all miss Vine. You know, I never had Vine. I'm surprised, mate. Vine is so you. Six seconds it of is. people very carefully being angry. It's very you. No, it, it was... It, I mean, I, obviously, there's been a lot of Vine since that, you know, people captured a lot of it, kept it. And I mean, again, a, a mystery to me that... Twitter didn't keep that site going after it bought it. I mean, it, it just, it seemed to me that that could have grown and grown and grown. And they must have been, you know, when when TikTok came along and ate its lunch, they must have thought, God, we've really um, messed this one up, haven't we? But, uh, you, you know, yes, you're right. TikTok is, TikTok is a better place. It's funny. You know, <clears throat> there's creativity there. Like, I absolutely... Um, I, there was the the girl, the woman who does the, does the um, what does the DJ do thing? Have you seen that one? No, 
I, and I, she's in I, she's in tears basically going you know what does the dj do they're not mixing it live they you know blah 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 anyway it's really good and she got absolutely hammered for it but it was so obviously a joke yeah like it was a really very entertaining thing she was so upset about it but it was very funny uh, i liked it anyway and there's been some absolutely cracking stuff on tiktok over the years i think that if we get into the point where we are describing things we've seen on tiktok <laughs> it's a good sign that this segment has come to its natural organic that conclusion uh, and 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 needs uh, a, a bullet in the back of the head so <laughs> putting out to pasture let's put this bit out to pasture uh, if anyone has any thoughts on uh, the state of social media in the few months that we've been off air then do let us know of course hello at uktechshow.com the email address does work even if our website has mysteriously gone away um, and no. i appreciate that the the death of a website and the silence of a podcast it was a good indicator that maybe the show had died uh, and for that i apologize but uh, as has been proven uh, we, we 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 have not died and we are still breathing so uh, do send us an email about that we are back, as you can all know, which means we're on Patreon still. So people listening live are, well, able to and getting our extended version. We are going to go over in a few moments um, some of the things we've been up to while we've been off air. Ian has arguably had some of the biggest changes um, <coughs> of, of the both of us. And that's very despite the fact that I have a new job. So um, we're going to get into that in a sec. And if you want to get that and all of our back catalogue, it's all still there, people patreon.com forward slash UK tech well I hope you've all enjoyed us being back in your face in your ears yeah it's been um we've we've missed people haven't we we have it is it is a it is a shame and um you know I wouldn't I wouldn't say we get letters saying you know when are you coming back but people have said when are you coming back yeah um we've had tweets and you know and, and actual real life humans occasionally mention it yeah it's um, true. so so uh we are back that's nice um yeah. we are uh, yeah obviously didn't plan or particularly want to take it such a long gap but it no. happens and you know a bit of a refresh means that we don't end up just saying that's the end of this can't be doing it anymore you know oh, yeah. it, it, it's good it's a good idea for us to take regular breaks and then well not regular but like you know an occasional break and then come back a bit more energized about it absolutely mate absolutely couldn't have put it better I like the myself. way you made a lot of effort there to be energized <laughs> I'm I'm so full of energy today um well I'm not but I can do a pretty good attempt at pretending to be. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Patreon.com forward slash UK Tech. That's where you can go and support us. Thank you for sticking with us. We'll be back with Extra Message for patrons in the middle of the week, and we'll be back for a live recording next Friday. Get that over in Discord. Keep us in your feeds. Have a fantastic week.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 